0: Hello, and welcome to Living the Wit Life with Wit Ministries. The ministry's leaders on this podcast are, with more than 20 years of experience in ministry, and also as a public speaker, Jared Walkenfus. Also with 20 plus years as an entrepreneur and a leader in the marketing industry, Troy Foster. And I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of Walking in Truth Ministries, or Wit Ministries. We're so excited that you're joining us here today And as we discuss today's topic and how that can help you in living the wit life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I am Matt Russell, and I'm one of the directors here at Walking in Truth Ministries, and I have with me here today a couple of amazing guys. Um, we've got Jared Walkenfoos, who's actually coming to us coming to us today from Prescott, Arizona. Usually he's in Surprise, but Correct. Surprise, he's in Prescott. Boom. So uh, Jared, can you tell me? Tell me one thing that one way that God's blessed you this, this last week.
1: Wow. I can tell you something that today he blessed me with because I am in Prescott. Um, I got to spend about two and a half hours with my daughter and we just had a great time conversing and um, it was great. It was, it was just a great time. And um, I, I'm not hundred percent sure, but I think uh, at one particular time she was uh, agreeing with me and some of the advice I was giving her. And it was like, yeah, it felt pretty good. Yeah. And it's happened more than once. Okay. She's 22. So it's, it's happened a number of times, but it just kind of felt good. You know, that, that she still thinks that uh, dad is somebody that she can come to for advice. And uh, sometimes God gives me the wisdom to deliver some things that make sense to a 22 year old. So I was blessed Uh, and it's just fun hanging out with her. She's a super awesome young lady so that's one blessing
0: awesome well, that is great
1: it is yeah
0: well we also have with us today troy foster coming to us for the little bit of time left that we have him there from fort worth texas Fort worth yes. Fort worth represent Cowtown. Mm-hmm. so uh troy tell me how god's blessed you this week
2: well we are moving quickly like matt had said there's a a uh, end goal that we're shooting for to move. And we have a date set on the contract and that's for the beginning of August. And we were told that with the craziness of other states moving into Texas, especially the Metroplex area land has been going like crazy. Well, with that, all of the people that service these, particular situations like appraisers and surveyors are backlogged like ridiculous mm-hmm. and our realtor said hey just be flexible because this is kind of one of those one in a thousand years type of thing we've never seen this before so hmm. just kind of you know float and just go with it and so that's what we've been doing we're like okay cool god's gonna do this well um, got word back Yesterday, I think it was yesterday. Yep, yesterday that our land was already surveyed. And so we are way ahead of schedule. Wow. Which wow. is pretty stinking awesome. Yeah. So that is one thing that we were blessed with this week. Now, is awesome. now, now, now it is oh, awesome. It is. There's more. There's more.
1: There's more. Get ready. We're going more. on a trip in our favorite rocket ship. Zooming through this guy, Mr. Little Russell. Okay, what <laughs> It got me so excited. I wanted to sing. Uh, that's awesome. What else, Troy? You got more?
2: Um, uh, I don't necessarily, but I do know someone that kind of leads with all the questions. And so I'm going to ask the question, Mr. Russell, what is oh. one thing that God has blessed you with? There you go. Well, really nothing.
0: Uh, that's oh, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> oh. You know, you know wow. sometimes it's amazing how we just sit there. And we just Uh, we live our life and we forget to reflect on these things. We do. uh, mm -hmm. I know with pursuit, with our pursuit for truth, that's one of the things we want to try to instill in the participants is at the end of the day, we need to reflect. And you just have a real it doesn't take long, just have a real quick reflection back on the day and see, you know, what did the Holy Spirit have for you in the day? So that's that's a big deal. Well. Yes, God did. There's there's plenty to talk about with blessings, but one of the biggest ones I really want to talk about here is it brought a, a couple more uh, partnerships with us, with our ministry. And so there's a couple more guys who are actually in the Fort Worth, Dallas, Fort Worth area, live there in the mid cities, who are involved with a pretty large church there off of 114, and um, uh, one our actual marketing director was having lunch with them and they were so overjoyed they were talking about um first of all just coming and checking it out themselves at our next pursuit event and participating nice. in our september event awesome. then they were looking at maybe even putting together a uh, an event with mostly men from that church and that's nice. a, that's a small church
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> very small. i mean
0: if you consider what thirty six thousand something <laughs> yeah. small yeah and that's just real i mean there's so one many campus campuses yeah, and there's one whole, campus yeah there's so much and they they have prison ministry they have churches in over i think it's 450 prisons wow it's phenomenal awesome. it's prison, amazing really. how big and how much the word just really just mm. spreads but with that, um, that would be so huge. And that was the church that I was actually, where I met Troy and where I was plugged in before.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But mm. it'd be great for us to be able to get some some partnerships from there. Um, awesome. So I'm excited about that. that uh, I literally just excited. learned about it today and I've been on cloud nine ever since. So that's, Sweet. A, that's a pretty big blessing. That is, is wonderful. I haven't even told my wife about it yet. Well, now I have. wow Jeez. Well, there you go. She, she'll hear she, it on the podcast.
1: Yeah, she is a listener. She's a listener.
0: <laughs> so well, thank you for listening
1: Shelly from Texas.
0: <laughs> so, anyways, um, you know, we want to hear from you guys. We wanted to know. Yeah. We've actually had some people who have emailed in and told us about some of the blessings. And I've also mm-hmm. had some people reach out with um, some prayer requests. All and, right. and the thing is, we're listening. Yeah, we're listening. We want to celebrate with you those blessings. And we, uh, I mean, it's your business. Unless you specify, hey, you know, this is fine if you wanted to put it on the air. Most people, they just want to let us know so that we can join with them. And so we want to celebrate. We want to celebrate those good times. Mm -hmm. Thank God for the blessings. We don't want to fail to do that. But then we also want to make sure that we prayerfully uh, reach out to him when we're in need. Because nobody can help you better than he can so yes we want to amen. join you in prayer there so mm-hmm. continue to send those prayer requests continue to send us blessings I had one guy who actually he's from Africa and he sent us a prayer request and a blessing in probably a page and a half of an email and oh sweet wow. it was phenomenal to be able to just just really reach out and join with him in prayer so, uh, again, we want to hear from you. So send it, send your prayer requests, send your comments, send your your praises, and send it to info at walking That's I N F O at walking in truth Okay. So with all that, I guess yes. um, let's jump into the topic. You know, let's do it. This is something. We've been talking about now for two episodes. This is the third episode. And the way it's really um, looking is next week, the next episode will be the end. So it'll be a four part. This is three of four episodes. But um, we didn't know how many it would be before, but now I'm pretty confident we'll get it in four. But anyways, we've been talking about Christians and how they need to be involved appropriately In government and politics and uh how you know we we touched on this uh, last week we touched on it a little bit the week before but last week we kind of talked about the fact that some christians have been taught that if you're a christian you're not supposed to vote you shouldn't be active you shouldn't you should let that be separate because of separation in church and state and i'll tell you who would want that more (laughs) right who wants Mm. you to be quiet
1: that's a good point
0: it's the enemy the enemy wants to shut you up and unfortunately we know this god created god created man he created the earth he created the guard he created everything he created marriage he created business he's created the church every single thing that god has created the enemy wants to get into and pervert wants to twist it so Man, I mean, it doesn't matter if you believe that we're 6,000 or if we're 12,000 or if we're 60,000 years old. It doesn't matter what you believe for that. What you have to know is as soon as God created something, the enemy immediately became active and trying to mess it up. So if it's 60,000 years that you believe, then that's 60,000 years that the enemy's been actively trying to, to mess up God's creation and I believe that it's 6,000 years, and that's, again, since Christianity. I mean, that was 2,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago, almost coming up to the date, uh, pretty close to it, of when Jesus actually um, was put on the cross. Mm -hmm. We're getting pretty close, and the thing is that right there should let you know that as soon as Jesus came and started his ministry, which he started in his 30th year right around 30 years old so he started his ministry and that's been almost two thousand years that the enemy's been trying to mess it up he was trying to mess it up while jesus was still here so of course you need to know the person who wants you not voting is not god (laughs) just so you know okay so anyways We want to help people to know, since we're supposed to be involved, how are we to appropriately be involved? Now, this is one of those things that next week we're really going to touch on. You know, we're going to be faced with um, some conflicts as Christians when it comes to voting. Sometimes you may be looking at someone that you know outwardly is just living a life of sin, but they just so happen to agree with a lot of the topics and and the things that you agree with you know like for example abortion uh everyone on this panel agrees we're not for that (laughs) we're not so if there's somebody who's pro-life i'm gonna align with them a little bit more but if it comes down to the election you may have someone who's pro-life who may be living outwardly in sin and so what do christians do They either say, well, I guess I'll vote for the other one. Well, you're now voting for murder of babies. Mm -hmm. That's a conflict. So we want to help you. And next week, we're going to really dive into that. How should we appropriately be facing this? But in the past two weeks, uh, two weeks ago, in order for us to really discuss how we should be involved in politics, we needed to start with the beginning. You have to understand how we were made and in the beginning we know this we were created in god's image right we were um given dominion over all of creation and including the things that you know man comes up with and we're created to we're we're prayerfully just asking for it but our lives are supposed to be actively ushering in god's kingdom you know we pray your kingdom come we want your kingdom here on earth and so our lives are supposed to be living in a way that ushers that in and then also your body is a temple and we discuss the difference between sacred and secular and how sacred means in the temple and if your body is a temple everything you do should be sacred. We should be set apart. You should be distinct. You should be uncommon. Those are things that we should really try to strive for. So that was week one. And that should have a direct effect on how we're involved in politics and government. And then two, week two, we talked about um, the life contract. We discussed that a covenant is not just an agreement. We don't just kind of go, oh, okay, like a gentleman's handshake. And we move on. No, it is a life contract or it's a contract for a portion of time. But our contract with God is for eternity. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. till a specific date. And then we go, well, that's over. Woo! No, <laughs> it's for life. And if you as a Christian you commit to walking and living in that covenant, then it should reflect in how you live. Your fruit should be totally different. There should be people who look at you. And go, oh, he's one of those Christians. In fact, Jesus said yeah. it. They will know you are Christians by your love. Mm-hmm. And if they can't see the love, how do they know that you're a Christian? And then we, uh, as we were summing up or finishing that episode, we also brought up the point of, you know, a lot of times we understand this. uh, We put on a jersey to show who we're cheering for, right? Or a Mm -hmm. hat showing who we're, we're, we're on this team. You know, this is my team and woohoo. Even though my team didn't win the Stanley cup, I'm still cheering for my team. (laughs) So we have those, uh, those, um, commitments that we've made well when we say we're a christian it's like we're putting on a shirt that says i'm a christian and then everything that you do reflects his name so you got to be careful you got to be careful because that's where i mean one of the biggest things i've heard about christians are christians one of the biggest things that i've heard about christians is that christians are hypocrites (laughs) there we go why does that happen because we're wearing a jersey on our chest saying that we're a follower of christ but we're saying things out of our mouth that don't match up or we're doing okay. things in our lives that don't match up and so people say oh is that how christians live well that's what we've talked about in the past now moving forward <clears throat> you know that's some pretty deep stuff to talk about today. And we got a couple big things that we want to hit on, to make sure that we understand and we really draw this to completion and, and letting us know, you know, because I've had people who reached out and said, "I've I've heard y'all's topics, but how should we be involved?" Well, you need to understand in order to really get how you need to be involved in government and politics, you need to get a little bit more of the puzzle, mm-hmm. a couple more pieces, and here's one. So the first thing I want us to talk about is your affiliations. In fact, I'll just read straight from scripture, 2 Corinthians 6, 14. This is cut and dry. This isn't, you know, cut, you know how some people just kind of hover over scripture and go, oh, that one works. That matches what I want. (laughs) No, (laughs) this is bold. This is simple. There's no, this is just straightforward. Uh, We could go back and see what he's talking about and go after see what he's talking about. And it's, it's simple to get. Second Corinthians six 14, do not be bound together with unbelievers for what partnership has righteousness and lawlessness or what fellowship has light with darkness. In fact, there's other uh, versions that say, that's in the NASB, there's other versions that say, do not be unequally yoked. So just going around right there and opening up the mic for anybody who wants to start off with that, that's big.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, And you know, that word yoked isn't a word that we use that commonly nowadays, at least in the circles that I run in other than when I'm at church or if somebody's reading a Bible verse or something like that. But I started waffle thinking house. about that word or what, or a podcast.
0: No waffle house or IHOP. Oh,
1: Oh, right. And when they're talking about eggs, but that's not the kind of yolk we're talking oh, about. Sorry. <laughs> yes. You're just yoking. Anyway. Um, uh, the definition of yolk is it, it can be this, this is one definition or one way to put it. Yoke is a wooden bar that joins two oxen to each other and um, to the burden that they are pulling. So back in the day before tractors and different things like that, they would harness these oxen, you know, these big beasts and they, they'd get more um, productivity out of them if they had two of them, you know, because one of them could only pull so much. And you think, Oh, if you got two, you can pull twice as much, but actually you can do more than twice as much of the of the work if you're yoked with somebody who is joining you in that burden. And our burden as a Christian is to love others as Christ loves them. So if we are unequally yoked, that means we are joining ourselves with somebody who doesn't have those same intentions and maybe they're not loving the one true God the way that we are, and therefore they're pulling in a different direction. And you can see, if if you imagine putting those oxen um, in the yoke in such a way that one's pulling one direction, one's pulling the other direction, there's a problem. The the yoke and, and the burden is not shared because they're not moving in the same direction and you could see how that would be a problem for that uh, farmer or that person that was trying to plow a field or whatever it was that the the oxen were you know pulling right whatever that burden was so you can kind of see how that would be an issue and a problem and that's this that's kind of what i think um you know they're they're talking about that there is uh hey be careful not to be unequally yoked together with you know unbelievers or somebody else and and it comes up a lot when people are um thinking about relationships and sometimes another life contract and that we touched on uh last week you know the marriage covenant we want to make sure that we're not unequally yoked with that person because that would not be good so there you go no yoking right there
0: give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless.
2: I come from a farming background, and so I've had the privilege of, of seeing a real yoke and then it being used and all that. And it wasn't used for farming. It was just used for kind of a a fun day, a fair day. They would show how these old things worked. And
1: Hmm, like a hayride? Like a hayride? Yeah, something like that.
2: We never did it with a hayride. I like hayrides. They they did. You could do that. You could, Jared. Yeah, we could. Yeah. They were pulling a a little plow and all that type of stuff. Oh, nice. And it it was cool. And they would talk about, you know you want to have two mules the same height or two you know bulls or cows the same height and they said you don't want them to be unequally yoked and they weren't even trying to bring up the christianese and all that stuff Hmm. and then what they would say was if you have say you had one mule that's this tall and then one mule this tall and you start to pull and everything well Hmm. it would cause a binding on that yoke and it would cause discomfort for both of them so both of them would not be able to work at their optimum strength and in the idea of you know jared you were saying if one was going one way and one was going the other way that's a that's a great analogy and a lot of times we have things that we kind of seem to be on the same path but we have a different you know mo mode of operation in life one wants to kind of do it for themselves. And then this other one that wants to do it for Christ. And so we're at two different heights in our same path. And if we team up with someone that wants to do it for themselves or, you know, whatever the case is, it's going to put a binding on us and it's going to cause conflict between us two, Even though we're on the same path and we're trying to t- trying to reach a goal, but we're going to do it in two different ways to accomplish that goal. And so it's very important that, like you were saying, when one horse or one cow does something, they can pull 600 pounds. Well, if you put two together, I could pull 1,200 pounds. No, you'll probably pull 1,800 or 2,000 pounds. It it exponentially grows from there, and it's vice versa. If you have something that's unequally yoked, they can't even pull the 600 pounds that one could pull. Oh, wow. So it, it, it decreases significantly. It causes that issue. So when you, when you look at these things, this is what it's telling us is that there is a path, there is a manual that tells us how to do things. Like if you have an Ikea furniture, anyone who's tried to put that together without the manual found out quickly that, okay, these swedish people are very smart with puzzles and you go to the manual and you figure it out you go you do exactly what it says and voila you've got a bookshelf or whatever it is that's how this is god god did not write this book just for you know fun and then to have crazy people like adolf hitler try to burn it that that wasn't his point his point was i have given you the way to life this is how you do it And when he says, don't be unequally yoked, do not team up with someone that does not follow those principles.
0: That's big. That's big. And even in business. So, you know, as we all just listeners, just so you all know, we this isn't how we make our living um, doing podcasts or we'd be hungry. Uh, but by the way yes we are listener supported so you can go ahead and support just by clicking on yeah. the button underneath but anyways that's right, uh, that's right. The,
1: the, that information is in the show notes go ahead feel free to go ahead and pause right now and go and look at that right now thank you for your support we really appreciate it help us feed our families
0: yes bless you. bless you but no we we have other things that we're doing and i'll tell you flat out all of us all three of us um, here on this panel are focused on ministry mm-hmm. and even in the business that we do it's ministry and um, for me as a regional vice president in financial services, I, I tell them flat out this is my MO this is how I I personally have decided to focus my business. And so when I go to sit down with a client, this is what I'm wanting to get as an end result. And I shared a scripture with you guys earlier that a lot of times people will get to contradict the second Corinthians that I just read. But this really speaks into a lot about how I want to do business and and how you guys, I know you guys are committed to doing business too. But what it says is in second Philippians no i mean philippians 2 second philippians i haven't read that (laughs) in philippians 2 expanded
1: expanded version of the Bible. i've been
0: up for a long time (laughs) started off with tragedy early on but anyways so (laughs) philippians 2 3 to 4 it says do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit but with humility of mind regard one another as more important than yourselves do not Merely look out for your own personal interest, but also for the interest of others. So when I'm doing business and financial services and I sit down with a client, I'm wanting to really find out what's best for them, period. I want to know what's the best strategy that I can help them to to, um, get set up with to give them the biggest bang for their buck, Period. And so I had an agent that I was training, and we were discussing um a client, you know, we we're going through and looking at the policies and what we were gonna present back to them. And I said, Look, look at how we're doing this for the client. And this agent actually asked flat out, he goes, Why? When I could make so much more money if we do it this way. Mm. Think about the conflict that that creates. I told them flat out, I said, Here's the deal. If I'm going to be training you, then I'm going to be training you to do it as I do it. Because I'm not going to train you to make more money by taking advantage of clients. Mm-hmm. We don't do that.
2: That's right. You right. can
0: go do that with someone else. But see, that's the thing. That's where you realize the yoke it, it, that created an uncomfortable situation between us. And so our mm-hmm. effectiveness would have gone way down helping people because here I am speaking one way and here he is trying to do it a different way. That won't work. That won't work. So Troy and Jared, you guys knocked it out of the park. That's exactly right. When we're good job, about, Troy. Yeah. Way to <laughs> way go. To go Troy, Jared. And Jared. Yeah. Thank so, you. <laughs> it wasn't me i was over here i talked too yeah. much earlier. it's like there. getting
1: a compliment from your parents <laughs> yeah thanks matt
2: great you're so cute that yeah. really so looks cute way I to go son and so... thanks cow. dad <laughs>
0: that's a beautiful cow oh oh it's me oh that's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> anyways that's awesome
1: so... <laughs> it's a bug
0: <laughs> it's oh, a bug actually nice. i killed it with the book so uh, it's on the paper no but anyways all yes. right, that's so real. So you you need to be equally yoked. Yes. Do not be unequally yoked or don't be in pursuit of a different agenda. Don't be trying to push something different. And it's not when we talk about yoke, like like you guys talked about, it's that's a task, or in doing work, you're you're in the process of trying to complete a task partnered up with someone but when we talk about life and as christians what are part of our yoke it's not just business it's not it's it's sharing the good news it's going to the ends of the earth and it's baptizing and it's discipling but it's helping other people to understand how awesome god is and what he has done for us It's telling them about how we've been saved from bondage and how they can be saved from bondage too. So that is what we're supposed to be doing in our lives and among other things. But if I'm going to work or affiliate myself, if I'm gonna become buddies with someone Who? not just you know not an acquaintance i can have an acquaintance Mm -hmm. and we can hang out and we can you know do whatever but when it comes down to doing life if i'm trying to show god's love and he's trying to just get drunk all the times then we can't be hanging out together does that make sense Mm -hmm.
1: yeah it makes sense
0: you have to be careful the yoke is not just about the actual task it's also the task that's been given to us as part of that contract. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know, Mm -hmm. Jesus freely saved us from eternal damnation. When you accept that, then you also accept that Jesus said, now go do what you've seen me do. Mm -hmm. Go and heal, go and preach, go and teach reach the others. So once I, I accept the, I could become a hermit and just live in my house and shut the door and never come out. And, but then are you really living under that life contract? No, you need to have fellowship with other people. You need to be in community and you need to be careful. There's a difference between an acquaintance and someone that you're actually partnering up with to do life.
1: That's good. I'm going to share just one thing because eventually you may hear a bunch of college students outside the window. I mean (laughs) that I I I am currently uh, currently I am right currently I'm in Prescott Arizona at a at a Christian camp called UCYC or United Christian Youth Camp and uh, there's a bunch of college kids getting ready for about close to 500 um, uh, preteen and junior high kids to get on buses to. Bust them over to a larger venue where they can have their night session. So, the whole goal of United Christian Youth Camp is this: it is we help churches um, make more and better disciples. So, you're talking about that. You're talking about partnering with other people. You're talking about helping people to fulfill a mission. Um, part of what I do is I do help this uh, this camp this camp ministry. Um, do exactly that partner with churches to help them, uh, make more and better disciples. And one of those experiences is a camp experience for the young people. And, uh, so if you hear any background noise and, and, and our summer staff is awesome. They are amazing. Um, they, they, they come here, we feed them, uh, we pay them a little, <laughs> but we feed them really well. And, um, uh, They do a great job ministering to these young kids that are coming from churches all over the Phoenix area and Las Vegas and other areas where they come and um, just have a great experience here. But the whole thing about just partnering with other people, I mean, those kids are getting to witness um, like minded Christians coming together on their behalf to help them to learn how to be friends with one another help them to grow in Christian community, help them to find someone that they can be equally yoked with in life, whether, you know, down the road, it could be, you know, who knows, who knows where these relationships could lead to. So um, if you hear any noise, cause they're excited, they're getting ready to really pump it up and, Uh, welcome these kids on the bus yeah i'm not gonna (laughs) yell at them because that's it's actually their job to be excited and loud so hey how how would you love to do that right um find a place to work where your job is to come um be loud and get other kids excited before they get on a bus and then while they're on the bus make sure the kids are noisy and having a great time getting ready to just praise jesus with everything in them when they get to the venue for the um for the night session and stuff so anyway um i just thought it was fitting to go ahead and announce that and then also um i'm looking out my window and i'm hearing these guys and they're they're just um have they're a good e- time. equally yoked. Yeah, they're they're like <laughs> focused on the mission yep. of getting these f- close to 500 kids on these different buses to get them over to the venue so there you have it hurting um, cats Hey and, tr- and hey Troy. A- yeah,
0: Troy? here's the question. Yeah. yeah, Troy. I have a question for Troy. 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 So there's dinner involved. Did you get an invitation? I I was just checking cuz I didn't get an invitation. I mean, he knows how much we yeah. like to eat. Yes. Right. Yeah. And serve. We like to serve and eat. I was and, just
1: and I was it's curious. actually great food. I mean, it, it you know, in comparison to other camps, I would say that we have pretty good food here. So it is pretty awesome, but here's the here's the question, in like a real life question: um, Your affiliation does it really matter to God?
0: That's
2: a great question.
1: That is a great question, Troy. Does it so really he,
2: matter to him? Uh, well, you've got to think of it like a a marriage. Everything is kind of based on this contract that we talked about, and we get to do life well most of us get to do life once there's very few of us that if uh if we exit the scene here we don't get to come back and so all the decisions that we make it's one life and we're done and i'll refer back to there's a manual it tells us exactly how to do life now there's some nuances that you have to pray and talk to the holy spirit and walk through but he gives us a pretty detailed outline of what he would suggest our lives to be like, how to worship him, how to love each other, all that type of stuff. So your affiliations, let me put it this way. There are concentric circles of your affiliations. And, yep, let me see. I'm going to try to draw these circles can draw out. on the screen? You're drawing the screen? No, I'm gonna draw just it on. like yeah.
1: algebra or geometry. It, it, yeah,
2: it's gonna get that way. Uh, professor
1: Troy is professor. now going to draw for those watching on YouTube.
2: Yeah, for everyone that's concentric watching. Concentric
1: circles. I'm not even sure if I said that correctly. Is it concentric or concentric?
2: either. Um, neither. I just say it fast enough so it sounds like I know what I'm saying. It's, it's concentric. He concentric. said it correctly. All right, I'm with you. Okay, yep. so we're talking
1: about okay. affiliations and yep. why it and matters, so... and now God is bringing math into the equation. Perfect.
2: Yep. You got who you. created math? And then you've got. This. I don't know. God. You got this. Yes. Oh,
1: he wrote the book of numbers. He even he put this. numbers in the Bible. <laughs> That's did. right. He did create math.
2: So here's here's how this works: concentric circles. You've got huh. you. That's not what I was picturing, but I, I understand. You, you right there in the middle. Yeah. And within that you, you are the temple and the Holy Spirit resides in you. Okay. So that's the, that's the most intimate part of this circle. You're going to spend the most time with that person. You're going to yes. be affiliated with that person the most. Well, then each thing goes I'm backwards here. So each circle <laughs> you move out, you're going to spend a little less time with. Hmm. So these things that you're affiliated with, there we go again, this little circle here, I'd call family. Then I would say maybe business and maybe church and so on and so forth. Okay. And in each one of these little circles there, that is going to dictate how much you're affiliated and you're yoked with these individuals. Because we are going to have people that are going to cross our paths and we're not going to think, perfectly with everyone like when it said they were all in one accord they were not in a car Mm. in the upper room (laughs) they were in one accord and then and of one mind they're in unity that doesn't mean they thought exactly the same thing it's Mm. more probably the better picture is like a guitar or a piano each chord is tuned to a 440 um i think it i think that's the tuning in a 440 a and every one of them are tuned to that so that when you would hit like a chord yeah you would play a note and they would harmonize with each other now if one of those were slightly out of tune you'd hit it you would hear that one that was out of tune it wouldn't sound right that's me sometimes yeah, and me out of tune right. <laughs> and i think it's all of us at some point in our life i'm lives. just nodding
1: my head for the people watching on youtube like yep. i know what i, I have no <laughs> musical talent at all and i'm really i'm, I'm following you though yeah so there's chords and music i have heard that before so
2: in um, so there's you've got you've got everything that's tuned yeah. to one key one key and then you can play different chords in structure and it will play a note okay and so you can play a G, C, and d and it will play a note does that make sense hmm. is it making sense hopefully i'm carrying this along. hey
1: anybody who has any musical knowledge at all is tracking with you okay and i so, have zero so okay. i understand the point you're trying to make but if you throw with in a sports Phillip, analogy you're then you're i'll probably get you alive yeah.
2: with that one yeah um but, well okay. i'm gonna stick with music because that's kind right. of my gig yeah, and it the the uh, when we're affiliated with people, because uh, a lot of people think, well, if you got to think exactly like I do, um, you, you got to believe the exact doctrine that I believe at church. If you don't believe what we believe, you're mm. going to hell, type of thing. So there's, there's different things oh. that we are goobering mm-hmm. up in the Bible.
1: And yeah. Troy, I get it. There's different size strings on the guitar. Exactly. They're not all the same, and you press your fingers on the different strings. There we go. Holding down different frets, but they make music together. Yep. And they form a chord. Yep. And they're all together, even though they're different. Yep. But they make one. But they're all. I feel like I just got educated
2: he, boom and music like theory on. yep music appreciation 101 and that so
1: awesome uh, i love this go on the, with your music analogies this is great
2: the affiliations we're gonna be we're gonna sound a little different we're gonna look a little different that's true we're gonna walk a little different and uh, you know uh, we all might wear a little bit different size pants but it doesn't matter Long hey. as we ble-
1: hey <laughs> we're trying to lose weight <laughs>
2: Uh, why do you look at me when he said one, i don't know i was looking at a screen that's all i was doing. <laughs> was at a screen and uh and so don't
1: write us any emails you look perfect out there listeners
2: is your affiliation does your affiliation matter to him yes but they're on different levels mm. just as paul told us he says i I've, I've found the secret of contentment and we also have to think that with people i have plenty i don't have plenty we're going to be in that we're in a we're in a moving picture we're in a movie hmm. we're not a static photo and so there's a moving that secret of contentment is that process of moving and so in our affiliations with these individuals as long as they're not blatant murderers and slanderers just constantly you know those people are going to be way out on the end of their kind of in the fringe of your your circles, but each level is going to have a more intimate encounter with you and the goals that God has called you to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, your affiliations matter, but there are different levels to those.
1: I I love how Troy is just so focused and he's able to, you know, stay on track, even, even amongst the best of our attempts to get him off track by our, by our, you know, kind of interjections and our questions and, and things like that. He just stays.
2: It's, it's like focused. a roller coaster. It's it's there like he track, is tuned in. you would be flying yeah. off.
1: Yeah. He is tuned in <laughs> to the voice of God and he is just bringing it. Um, And I hope the listeners are hearing his heart and understanding it. I mean, I even understood a music analogy and that for me is a miracle. So big thing. That it is a, it's a bit, kind of a big deal. Um, It's a big deal, right? So that's pretty cool. You know, we started off talking about yokes, you know, and being equally yoked, you know, or not being, uh, you don't want to be unequally yoked. And then we moved into the affiliations and why it matters to God. Brought a little math in there, showed you a diagram, and, uh, you know, just kind of bringing it, uh, bringing it all to a head and going, Hey, you know, this kind of stuff matters. Just like when we talked about um, us as a Christian, we can't separate our, our lives out. We can't compartmentalize our lives out, you know, and uh, why we, why we need to be involved in um, certain arenas that God wants us to be involved is in. because wherever I go, I'm a carrier of the presence of God because He lives inside of me. So wherever I go, because I am that temple, I need to be cautious and aware of who I'm affiliating with, who I'm yoking up with, you know, and uh, that's important because as the days go on, we got to be real um, careful and in tuned with what day it is. I mean, during seasons of your life, uh, like I grew up in South Dakota, okay, and uh, there were certain seasons that if you just got up and just walked outside in your pajamas, you would freeze your Bajibis off, man. I mean, you got to be in tune to go, wait a minute. It is wintertime. I got to be aware of what season, what day it is. And uh, I know a lot of people are talking about the days we're living in. You know, Mm -hmm. the days we're living in and that's kind of where I want to go next is what are, what are these days we're living in? You know, it's important to have our, our affiliations in order and, and living out our faith in in all the different arenas of our life and um, having that covenant, that life contract with God, being a Christian 24 seven be careful who you're yoked together with. You know, uh, your affiliations matter to God. But what about these seasons that we're walking into and and the days we're living in now, guys? Can anybody speak to that? Anything that the Lord's putting on your heart to go, hey, this is kind of what I've been watching. You know, I see I'm seeing the forecast. I'm seeing certain signs. And, you know, who are we going to be looking to for those signs? You know, Um, I'll just I'll just out a few weather people in uh, my hometown or my area when I was growing up. There was a certain station where I'm like, I'm not listening to that weather guy. I'm not listening to him because he always gives me wrong information. I'm going to listen to this other guy. So I would prefer and fix my focus on a particular area that gave me more accurate information on what season I was living in and what was going to happen. Because that's where I wanted to be looking. But that's not always the case as Christians, right? When we're trying to navigate through this uh, question of, What day, what day is it? You know, guys speak to that a little bit.
0: Hmm. Well, I'll start off this way. Tally that one up for Jared, (laughs) Mr. (laughs) Mr. Transitioner, the master. Segment three. (laughs) So here's the deal. You know, um, I've, I've had discussions with lots of people about beliefs and faith and, and, you know, every once in a while you'll have someone who comes and they, they want to, um, be confrontational they really do and so they'll come up and their entire purpose is to throw you off track as a christian and so they'll tell you um basically i don't believe that why are you why should i live that way why should i choose to live the way that you're telling me to live i don't believe it here's what i believe and so this is simple i'd say this to them say well let's just look at at what we have before us as a Christian, I believe that um, Jesus is going to return. I do. And I believe that the my life and the choices that I make in my life are going to have an effect on where I spend my eternity. As all of us. So, I know that I'm born... And my destination is hell. That's, mm. that's where I'm headed. So I can choose to follow Christ. I can choose this free gift that he offers. Because even though the Bible flat out says that the wages of sin is death. So my life, even before I've made any conscious choices, because of the fall of man, I'm already headed to hell. But then I start making choices and I start living lawlessness. I live in lawlessness, which is sin. And I start doing things and behaving in ways. And I'm, I'm continuing to just solidify that path to hell. But what I owe God for my sin is death. All mm. right. I owe him that. That's a consequence. But Jesus, knowing that we're not perfect, we mess up. We make mistakes. Jesus wanted to cover the original sin. He wanted to come back and fix where uh, it went wrong in the garden. And in the process, he also wanted to extend grace to cover the mistakes that I've made. And he wanted to say, through his actions, you deserve death, but I'm going to take it. So that's what he did. Okay, so he died on the cross. I deserved the cross. He took it. I don't have to take it. Because he already did it. But that doesn't mean that I get to live however I want to. That means he said, I'm going to give this to you. And now I've just changed your destination.
1: Mm,
0: There you go. You no longer are heading to hell. Your destination is heaven. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put a plaque at your seat at the table with your name on it. All I ask you rise up, your sins are forgiven walk in freedom and sin no more. But he said, even though he said sin no more, he also said, but I know you're going to make mistakes. I know it because that's just in your nature. You're going to mess up. But I'm giving you this grace, not so you can mess up. It is not a justification to get to mess up. He said i want you to diligently he never said in the bible that you need to live perfectly he said you need to live diligently to obedience you need to try to be perfect that serious effort towards perfection and his grace will cover when you fail so now looking at that <clears throat> so that's one thought and that's the one i truly live and believe so when someone says okay I don't believe it. Why should I live that way? Well, at the heart of that message is love. In fact, Jesus said, here's the obedience. Love God and love your neighbors. You extend with love. And when you love other people and you hold them at a higher standard than yourself, when you when you hold them in a higher level of, of uh, honor than yourself, when you raise them up, life's so much easier so much easier so then i would go through and tell them whatever it is that they're trying to believe you know in this confrontation if it's whatever otherworldly belief there is i'm going to say okay what's the best case scenario what's the worst case scenario great now since we've established that what happens if they live as christians and we're wrong we're wrong what if we live your life trying to pursue love loving god and loving others your pursuit is that through your life you get to the end of life you die and you find out oh i was wrong there is no god now here's the thing that's not true but still what if (laughs) what if you did that how was your life But what if you do the opposite? What if you focused on yourself? What if you decided to live as if there is no God? You love no one but your own self, your own agenda, your own self-serving selfishness. Self, 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 self. (laughs) And then you die.
2: Hmm.
0: Then you find out you're wrong. How was your life? It was almost hell on earth. And then where's your eternity? So taking that same mindset, what day is it? When we're looking at what day is it, what season? There's a lot of people with everything that's going on right now in the world. They are just going to the rooftops and they're screaming out. It's the end. The end is near. Mm. Jesus is returning. Beware. And they're starting to just become that that, uh, one crying out in the wilderness. And they're trying to just give warnings. Okay, I understand. And there's other people who are saying, no, man, we're nowhere near. People have been thinking about that for, for generations. They thought in the first century that it was the end and they were wrong. And they thought in the 300s, it was the end and they were wrong. Mm-hmm. And they thought, so there's been over and over and over and over in the middle ages. People thought that was the end. They were wrong. So obviously it's not now either. Okay, I understand that. Let's take that same mindset. What if this is the end? And you're living every day as if Jesus would return today. So you're ready. You're trying to help everyone else out. And then what if you're wrong? Great. You had a great day yesterday and you can have another good one tomorrow. But what if you're living the other way? And you're, you think it's, you know, hundreds of years from now. So you're not concerned. Hmm. And then you're wrong. Jesus told us exactly. He spoke directly to that situation. And he said, you should live every day as if he's coming back. So, I mean, we can do an entire episode. We can do probably a whole series on end times. I know Troy and I, we've had so many conversations about end times. We have dug so deep into that thing. I mean, it's been to like four or five in the morning kinds of things when our wives are saying, Are you coming home ever? I'm like, I don't know. Jesus may return. So we have stuff (laughs) to say. We have to get this hashed out now because he could come (laughs) by lunch. That's right. But anyway, we've had so much there. But, um, that's not what we're wanting to do right now we're not we could do that if you guys really want to we could dig into that but it's the whole question of with all the signs that are out there today how can you not believe that we're closer and if if you're wrong well so what but if you're not thinking we're anywhere close it's a lot worse off if you're wrong i really believe that it is i believe that we're living in that the end of days but when i go to the polls or when i get involved with government or when i do that i have to think this i've read the end of the book i know the actions of the enemy i can see what it is that they're trying to do and so my attitude is i'm not going to cower i'm not going to give up i'm not going to quit I'm not going to retreat to the very end. Even if I'm facing like Steven faced capital punishment and an execution style, I'm fine with it. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with it because he's coming again and I'm going to be ready. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That drives me to how I'm involved. When I go to the polls, the end is near. Which side is trying to usher in the end? Which one is about the enemy's business? Which one's about God's business? What agenda should I really be focused on? Is it about my taxes and how much money I get to keep? Uh, I don't think that's as important. I mean, some people, that's the most important. Which God
2: do you serve?
0: Exactly. Right. I need to find out not it's not about the taxes and who's going to tax me more. And who cares? Give to Caesar, render Caesar, render to Caesar what Caesar's God doesn't work. He's above all that.
1: Yeah. That leads me to a question. Yes. Okay. Um, you mentioned there's signs. Okay. And I would throw this out to both of you again, because that's what I do. I just ask questions. Um, what might some of those signs be and where are we looking to for these signs? Hmm. Troy, you want to speak into that?
2: Troy, you want to start? Well, (laughs) where we are today is, uh, it's said that the things that are good would be called evil and the things that are evil would be called good. If you look back, sorry, (laughs) sorry, You look back. I'm just glad then, you have
0: your, your voice
2: back. Yeah, it's 90%. It's still kind of froggy in there. We like it. <laughs> oh, sorry. <clears throat> Let me clear it out. And if you look back, I think it was maybe 18 months ago, the a particular party in New York had signed a bill that um uh, upon birth they could still perform murder. Mm-hmm. And some people call it abortion. I call it murder. Mm -hmm. And those people that signed that bill, it wasn't like they just signed a thing and like, oh, mm -hmm." they literally gleefully cheered Mm -hmm. for this. We are in the days where what is good Bible believing churches that are helping people are shut down, cannot Go and sing, cannot help the poor, cannot feed the hungry because of code. That's evil. Bible believing mm. church is helping people out. That's evil. Mm. Good is now evil. And these people that passed a bill, signed a bill into law, and gleefully cheered, clapped, yelled for murder of and- an innocent
0: child and lit up the empire state State building building. in celebration of yes so that's a sign
2: we are in the days of where good is evil and evil is now called good Mm. okay that's one of the signs that that we're dealing with
0: um are there more yeah there's there's plenty more i know that also in the increase Mm -hmm of storms now of course what do they call it what what are we going to call it we're going to call it global warming unless it's cooler Mm -hmm. outside in which case we call it climate change but when it's hotter outside we call it global warming again and we Mm -hmm. go back and forth so while you're saying that thing what are you really calling that well let's see there's an increase we set a record number for named storms last year for hurricanes in the atlantic in that season Mm huh so there's an increase of storms okay there's an increase of wildfires more i mean m- more persistent than we've had before now a lot of that is it's man's fault and regulation that has led to this or the lack of regulation really that's led to this but it doesn't matter It, it, it god's prophesied. gonna work in whichever way so there's an increase in that there's there's massive I mean, plagues increase of of plagues or pandemics you've got um infanticide you've got genocide you've got wars that are popping up like crazy at massive increase from where they were before flooding i mean Earthquake. you name it earthquakes volcanoes at a higher level of intensity than we've had in the past so With that, again, they say, well, it's our fault because of carbon and because of baloney. That's God. And that's one of the the whole points of the end times. When you're looking at these things, you need to look through the appropriate lenses. That's God. And he said, Jesus said, because they said, how would we know that this is going to happen? And he flat out said, there's going to be an increase in every bit of what we just said. Mm can it still increase more sure it can but it's more than it was before therefore you should think if there's an increase if increase equates to end of days we currently have an increase
2: increases that's, coming
0: that's simple that's yeah. simple math
1: yeah you said a word um earlier during during your um this last little part here you said the word disturbance and stuff right something to that effect. fact, there were some disturbances and I know we're going to talk about this in a future, future episode. And just want to Jerry give a little said teaser. It, so we have to now. Well, yeah, well, we <laughs> talked about this. Okay. Um, but, uh, there's a lot of areas and arenas that are being shaken. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, specifically if we're to sign a number, let's just say seven, okay. Seven potential areas that are really being shaken in our in our world today, different systems or whatever. And, um, that I believe is also a sign that it, it it's, it's kind of going right along the lines of what we've been talking about, uh, with covenant and, and different things like that. Um, you know, choose you this day or this day whom you'll serve, right. Who are you going to be aligned with? Who are you going to be in there? With? When the shaking happens, where are you going to plant your feet? And, um, I think that's real important to identify the signs you mentioned, um, you know, good being called evil and evil being called good Troy. And then, um, Matt, you followed it up with, um, you know, what, what you just finished talking about as far as, um, what were you talking about?
2: The increase. no i'm just kidding yeah. oh yeah
1: the climate change and the global warming and the yeah I kind of got me off on a tangent and whatnot but yeah that so those those particular signs and whatnot uh but more specifically you know are we to look to um let's just say what what potentially could be something that the enemy is doing are we to look to more of what god's actions would be and how do we determine how do we determine the difference as we get ready to, um, kind of eventually land the plane and wrap up this particular episode. Cause next, uh, I tell you what, the next episode, not the one I mentioned earlier about the whole seven, seven things and things being shaken, but the next one where we're going to be kind of bringing things together in the fourth episode that we have you're not going to want to miss it. You're going to want to stay tuned, uh, hit the notification button. So you get notified when we upload a new podcast, you're going to want to do that. Um, but at any rate, um, how do we know, and how can somebody out there is going? I see all these things happening. I see the storm fronts coming. You know, I'm listening to the weatherman. The right weatherman. Um, how do we know which is which? You know, what are some things that maybe God's showing us as a Christian, and some things that maybe be, just be distractions, or maybe it's what the enemy. Where are we supposed to focus our attention? That's that's my question. You know, how do we help people go? Okay let's focus on this and and you know what what can we do speak to that the kuno say it again to kuno can you now explain that to uh the rest of us i, I mean yeah. i know what you mean of course yes you know
2: it's what it's what pumbaa and and uh timon saying is that right no oh. No, no.
1: That was Akuma Matata. I know oh, that. Yeah, wrong but... Okay, wrong Okay. Yeah. No. no. Okay. Say okay. Say it olam. again. Okay. All right.
2: All right. So it's a Hebrew phrase that the uh, ancient rab rabbis rabbis would say when they would try to usher in um, good works or the works of the the Messiah and the different deals. The if you were to sum up the two. Uh, scriptures: Love God, love man, and you have the two yeah. tablets. The first tablet okay. for God: Love God. And the second tablets: is Love man. You have your two witnesses. Mm-hmm. Tikkun olam. That was their phrase. That's what that is. It's to repair a broken world. That's what oh, that wow. means.
0: To repair like a broken
2: that. world. And so, to look to, uh, you know, how do we look for God's reactions? How do, or, or, mm-hmm. or do we just? Sit back and defense against the enemy's um, tactics, and I. Another sign that is always talked about in the end is you know the ten virgins. You had five that were foolish and five that were kept their oil and their lamps trimmed and all that type of stuff. Oil represents the Holy Spirit in your life, and if you keep the Holy Spirit in your life, you're going to definitely be urged to to olam to repair a broken world you're going to see the things that are broken you're going to fix it through the power of the holy spirit so for us to i for years i've i've debated with many people on well you know rapture is it pre-trib is it mid-trib post-trib is there any is there going to be a rapture did we already see all this type of stuff are we living all these things out um you know what is heaven going to be like all this type of stuff And I've come to the, you know, short realization at 42 years old that Hmm. it doesn't matter. Hmm. It doesn't matter about tribulations. It doesn't matter about what is heaven going to look like. All those type of things matters is what you do today. That's all that matters. We all will die, whether we go into a a rapture we go through that whole thing hey that's cool but one way or another we're going to be raptured we're going to be taken out well we none of us get out of this thing alive we came into this game and it's the you know not the last man standing type of thing it's who does the best in this because we all are going to die it's all appointed us death and so for me my idea is be proactive do not do not sit in defense do not be paralyzed by fear go at it get after it push forward you're going to get hurt you're going to fall down you're going to you're going to cry i cry i cry a lot because i'm one of these guys that i don't it's been said that i'm either i'm very persistent or i'm just too stupid to know when to quit hmm. and so i just keep moving forward keep moving forward i know what my god has said his promises are yes and amen mm-hmm. is yes and amen i move forward and so for us to sit back and act like we're not to be a part of some government we're not to be a part of this earth when he created this we've already talked about it in the first one this is what we were created to be we are please don't take this wrong but we are god's children so if we're God's children, we're gods of this planet through the Holy Spirit. Please don't, don't think that I'm trying to say we are gods mm-hmm. and we, we rule everything like some people want to say, but we're God's children. So we're gods on this earth. We're not below angels. We're below God. Mm-hmm. So we should be proactive and fight for this land, fight for our home, fight for His kingdom to come back here, because mm-hmm. it left when Eve was beguiled, and fluttered her eyes so eloquently at Adam, and he was like, "Yes, ma'am." <laughs> Take a bite of that apple, or whatever it was. It was the fruit. The fruit. Yeah, I think it was a pomegranate. But it, I Yeah. Don't, yeah. Um, yeah. It was. I, I think it was a fig because they yeah. covered themselves with figs.
1: We could debate this, Anyways, but it yeah, really no. doesn't matter but it, it doesn't matter. matter it doesn't matter it just doesn't matter so it just
2: hey, does hey, hey, the hey. the the actions that we should pursue see troy unflapped un- focused nope. i not i lock in <laughs> our focus has to be for today You're tomorrow coming. has enough to yeah. worry about yeah we can't we can't do anything about yesterday him. so today whatever There is a, if there's a problem, fix it. Mm -hmm. Takuna alone, repair a broken world. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, well said. Boom. That's beautiful. I love it. You know, um, again, our next episode, we're going to talk about um, just straight application, actual ways that you can take everything that we've just discussed over three episodes And we're going to help you tie that with a nice little bow on it and and let you know, as we're getting into some more, um, well, some time leading up to more elections, leading up to more things that are needed, you don't, you're not supposed to just be involved in government and politics one day out of the year. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about how we can actively be trying to usher in God's kingdom in our broken world you know one thing god said if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray he's praying for for forgiveness for their wickedness not praying for others wickedness my people who are called by my name humble themselves and ask for forgiveness so what we need to do is um we need to. if you're already are praying great dig deeper dig in if you're not praying yet why not join us you need to get on your knees you need to start praying and it could be something simple praying you know you see somebody who's broken down on the side of the road hey Holy spirit. Is that for me to stop? Maybe not. Okay. Keep moving. But guess what? I'm going to pray for them. You know, father, I pray for whoever it is that you have on the way that they could be fast. Mm -hmm. And whatever the reason is that you have that person being called to this situation, that it could end pointing to you. Simple. Yep. Pray for people's safety, pray for people's, um, just prosperity, health, praying for others, praying for our government, praying for our leaders, mm-hmm. praying, just pray. In fact, the Bible says you may not know what to pray for, but just start praying. The Holy Spirit knows. And you may shock yourself that you just <laughs> prayed and you went, I don't even know about that. Well, that's great. Just pray, mm-hmm. just pray. Yeah. But one thing I do want you to know is next summer, a lot of what Troy just talked about next summer, which for those of you who are maybe catching this in the future, sometime archived. Um, if you read the note that I just wrote you, that means I'm no longer here. Oh no, wait, that's not it. That's not it. Um, so Marty, get the DeLorean. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, DeLorean. Great Scott, no, but if you're if you're watching this in the future on uh, whatever device is now being watched on. Um, Just know this in 2022 next summer for us, we're going to have our first men's pursuit for battle readiness. We're going to have a battle readiness event. It is a level two event with our ministry. And we're going to help to prepare you not to be defensive. Now you need to understand how to defend and appropriately defend But we're going to show you how to uh, recognize battles that are on their way, how to go on the offensive rather than constantly sitting back and waiting. We're going to help you to know how to become more battle ready for this spiritual battle in your finances, in your family, in your business. In your worship, in your prayer time, in your Bible reading, in every aspect of your life, you don't want to miss that event. But one of the prerequisites is you have to go on Pursuit for Truth, one, mm-hmm. or the first event. And we've got a couple of those coming up. So you want to be involved in the first per- Pursuit for Battle Readiness. So go ahead and sign up for Pursuit for Truth.
1: That's walkingthroughministries.org
0: right now. We got some events coming up. And there's one in September, there's one in October. You don't want to wait till the very end. We do a 30-day prep going into it to help prepare you. This is not a four-day event. This is 30 days of prep going in, four-day event at this location. And then it continues after that. It's this is the beginning of a lifelong pursuit. But, anyways, yes, walking in truth But now going back to prayer. Um, just really quickly, I'll tell you for me, uh, this morning, I, uh, believe I tore my shoulder again at the gym and it hurts. Uh, 10 years ago, I tore my shoulder doing being stupid in the gym and, um, it moved me in a direction to start doing CrossFit and start doing that. And I loved it. And I really enjoy it. Well, after a sabbatical, of however long that sabbatical was my wife and i we went back to crossfit and this morning i didn't do something stupid but it just re-aggravated a 10-year-old injury so uh, i just want prayer for that i what i'm believing is the scar tissue that was in there was torn and moved out of the way and now it's ready to be healed and back to 100 so we're going to go with that uh because i got to be ready because my next time to go to the gym is friday and it's wednesday right now when we're recording this, so. Um, if y'all don't mind, just prayer. Okay. So that's what I need. Uh, Jared, how can we pray for you?
1: I think the the greatest need for me right now is I'm I'm getting ready to enter into some um, meetings. And I I just like God's divine intervention uh, to help me be aligned with the right people at the right time. And um, as things go, I just want to recognize those people and uh you know yoke up with them and move forward so just that i'd have the the right people come across my path i've got some meetings lined up and just that we'd be able to pull together towards a common goal
2: Mm -hmm. that's awesome Definitely. what about you troy
1: do you need any additional prayer
2: well as long as my internet stays connected because you guys kept freezing up and i'm just hopping in on the end of this here um the thing that we, my family and I, would love and covet your prayers would be that the rest of this process with the property would go smooth. Mm-hmm. It would continue mm-hmm. to be smooth, and that would just, we'd move right on in and start getting the place ready, because we're wanting to do a big sh- uh, no, not Shabbat, a Sukkot party out there. Um, and if you don't know what Sukkot is, look it up. S K U T T O is there
1: food involved?
2: Did I spell that wrong? I just spell it wrong. S-U-K. Know. Is there food S-U-K. involved? Oh. oh, there's food. Lots, lots, right. lots of food. It's a, it's a celebration. Eight-day right. celebration. Oh. Yep. And yeah. so we want to, we want to uh, dedicate the land with mm. a big party like that for God and have a lot of friends out and all of us just be able to enjoy each other's company and God's presence and all that stuff. So we need this to close out and we need to get moved out there and get stuff cleaned up and hoorah! Yeah,
0: definitely. Well, we'll be joining both of you guys in prayer there. And now one thing as we're moving on to this next week of blessings and everything else. And you're hoping to live a wit life. Mm -hmm. walking in truth i want you to remember this keep your eyes on god Mm -hmm. keep your eyes focused on him don't worry about what the enemy's doing because they'll try they've been trying to usher in the end because they think they win and they've been trying for generations they will only be right one time and it has nothing to do with them or their attempt it's because God's in control. God's got it. So focus on him and his actions, and then you'll know when the end is here. You guys be blessed, and we love you, and we will see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us today. You are the reason why we do this podcast, and you are truly a blessing to us. We would love to hear from you, whether you'd like to comment or ask questions about this episode, give us ideas for future topics to discuss, or if you just need to reach out and hear back from one of us, you can do so by leaving us a message from the podcast or by going to walkingintruthministries.org. And then you could also send us an email at witministries.tx at gmail.com. That is wit, W-I-T, ministries.tx at gmail.com. And finally, it would be a huge blessing to us if you would like our podcast and go to our Walking in Truth Facebook page and by liking us there too. Again, thank you and God bless.